Welcome back to Been There, Watch That. We are the internet's best movie reviewers. Myself, Justin, and I'm here wow. with Joe and Dave. I am so impressed. I was not aware of this. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't been tested too much, but beentherewatchthat.com. Go back, check out all our previous reviews, and hit us up on social media for uh, movie suggestions. What we should review. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, BT, WT Pod. We are on episode number 70. And this is the 2016 neo-western thriller, Hell or High Water. Dun, dun, dun. So you guys ready for a, a rundown and casting call? You betcha. No, I'm, right. I'm going to start off Justin redeeming himself a little. <laughs> oh no, we haven't got to that far in the show yet. Uh, Go t- back to uh, episode 62, Pig, if you want to know why my, uh, <laughs> stock, <laughs> my stock fell <laughs> precipitously. And just trying to climb fell, back up. It's like, uh, let's put... Plummeted. Pl- yes, plane crash. Yeah. Like, lower than Howard the Duck. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I, would, I would agree with that. <laughs> I would rather watch Howard the Duck than Pig. See, Dave? Yeah, he's hey, turning. You know, tell me nothing. <laughs> So here's the rundown. Toby is a divorced father who's trying to make a better life for his son. His brother Tanner is an ex-convict with a short temper and a loose trigger finger. Together, they plan a series of heists against the bank that's about to foreclose on their family ranch. Standing in their way is Marcus, a Texas Ranger who's only weeks away from retirement. As the siblings plot their final robbery, they must also prepare for a showdown with a crafty lawman who's not ready to ride off into the sunset. So this movie stars Chris Pine as Toby Howard. He's known for the Star Trek movies and Wonder Woman. Ben Foster plays Tanner Howard. He's known for 310 to Yuma. Jeff Bridges plays Marcus Hamilton, and he's known for The Big Lebowski, Crazy Heart, and True Grit. Gil Birmingham plays Alberto Parker. He's known for the Twilight movies and Rango. Dale Dickey plays Elsie, and she's known for Iron Man 3 and My Name is Earl. And William Sturchy plays Mr. Clawson, and he's known for Breaking Bad and Crazy Heart. Hmm. And that is your rundown. Bam. And the waitress, uh, Katie Mixon, she's in uh, Eastbound and Down. That's why I recognized her from. What's that? <clears throat> uh, it's a show on HBO. Oh, okay. A washed-up baseball player played by. Um, let me see which, which one you're talking about. Cause it's... Yeah, the waitress that... They went and took her gave tip. her a two hundred dollar oh, okay. tip and yeah. they took it away from her. Yeah, yeah, because she's also in uh, Mike and Molly and American Housewife. I seen that last night. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. I'm gonna say. Uh, I like that it's in a Western setting, but it's not an older movie. It's totally 21st gosh. century. And I've been yes. to Texas before. Texas is that. It stinks. It's flat. There's nothing there. Yeah, it's a it's West a, Texas too. It's a modern western. Yep. Yeah. I like the title. I was really I really like the Hell or High Water title. And then it comes up in the movie that he's like Jeff Bridges says it, I think. Yeah. Hell or, or no. The bank the, guy said it. His right. lawyer friend. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. He's like, Listen, you, you gotta be there by Thursday, come hell or high water. Yep. I was I was like, like, yeah. That's the title. Did you ever that crazy heart. Did you, either of you guys ever see that with Jeff Bridges? He's like a musician. No. Is that, that any good? Called? Yeah, crazy heart. I, I haven't seen it. Hmm. Don't look at me. That's not going to be my pick. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, as far as... I really like the energy. I, I liked Jeff Bridges' 
quips with uh, Alberto. Yes. And I like how, you know, he was older and he's giving him hell and Alberto pouted about it a little bit, but, you know, you could tell he just thought it was fun. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and I, I like the whole, I thought it was so clever when he's like, don't worry, you know, when I get done with the engine side of these jokes, we'll start on your Mexican half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I find I found it refreshing because yeah, this movie when was it twenty sixteen that you know it had it wasn't so watered down and politically correct and all that it was just basically you know uh, this old raggedy cop that or Texas Ranger that he's looking towards retirement that he doesn't fall in this political correctness yeah level and he and he's he's just giving the new guy a hard time just just because yeah uh, and it's a little lighthearted and. And the young guys are like, you know, basically just, okay, okay, old man, just. Yeah. Just, yeah, he gives it back to them sometimes. Yeah. In, in funny ways, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. Like, you're just going to sit there and let dementia take over, or are we going <laughs> to, you want to look at this file? Or, like, it gives them, like, old, hits them with the old man jabs here and there. And... Yeah. Yeah, you could tell that he's kind of just tolerating the old man, but there's a, an underlying mutual respect between the two of them. Yeah. So, what a, uh drama wrapped into an action movie. Yes. I mean, the underlying theme that, um, you know, it's going to be a dad who's estranged from his family, you know, and, and as his older brother pointed out, he hadn't seen his boys for a year, you know, but he talks to him on the phone, maybe occasionally, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. so he's obviously in a situation that's not good for his kids, you know, and his Hadn't paid child support to his ex-wife and just, you know, a whole fiasco. He was. But he's, he's gonna, on the rigs drilling, but sounds like work has kind of dried up for him. Yeah. And so, a, yeah. And now yeah, he's... Down and out a bit. Oh, yeah. And now he's going to make the ultimate sacrifice for his kids. You know, he's going to make a run. This is his play. And uh, by golly, does he ever play it? Yeah, because he's trying to save his land that his mother had left that she passed away and just trying to trying to... Because they're wanting to drill drill the oil on it. Because the land, her ranch is being basically threatened to be foreclosed on and taken away by the bank because of a loan that they had given their mom, the yeah. brother's mom. Yeah. And they and they and they was hoping they, they need to get like forty some thousand to get to pay it off. The well, loan. Yeah, and there yeah. was like forty three, but uh, there was that underlying deal that the banks were scoundrels. You know, and they they cheated, not cheated them, but deceived them loaned, and, loaned them just enough to where they knew yeah. they wouldn't be able to pay it back and they'd be able to take yeah they the land for 25 grand yeah yeah take it for pennies on the dollar and then t- sell it to the oil company for yeah. buku mucho dinero yeah because they found oil yeah hmm. uh, you mentioned you know the interaction between jeff bridges and his partner but then there's also the interaction between the brothers you got the one brother who's the total definition of a loose cannon with a screw loose who's been in jail for 10 years prior and maybe just recently got out. So you got these two casts of characters, the brothers and then the cops, but they're ne- they never see each other till towards the end. You kind of flash back and forth between them interacting. So you get to know them through their pretty rough uh, interactions with each other, giving each other a lot of guff. And... What'd you guys think of the ending? I'm going to jump straight to that. Ooh. Like specifically... When Which they're standing part? on the porch, he's standing on the porch with his rifle, and well, uh, Jeff Bridges is sitting in a chair with his hat on his foot. I was gonna say that when Jeff Bridges goes there and kind of calls him out on, uh, you know, kind of takes 
the idea that he's doing anything for his family takes it down a notch because in the end people ended up getting killed mm-hmm. so it doesn't seem so quite quite so uh uh of a good cause for him to do all this to save the land when that's the result even though he didn't intend it he kept saying that no one was supposed to get killed but yeah you go in the bank waving a gun around oh yeah well and i think uh, jeff bridges took it personally because you know he threw out there while alberto had a family too yeah right and i kind of kind of thought at the end of the movie you know this guy might throw some money towards alberto's family in some manner you know, it might be kind of hidden in there somehow, but I, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I just was kind of like, oh man, he's right. Alberto had a family, you know, and yeah, yeah, because and I love how that played out because even right at the end, just when you think you know how it's going to end, there's that mm-hmm. one last twist. You and think I, you think it's just him standing there, yeah. and that's his land, and then we find out that it's not technically it's not his land. Yeah, and I like that the the little twist at the end where he's like. You know, I, I'm just renting a house in town. You know, we can finish this conversation. Yeah. You know, he's like, come hey, by anytime. Yeah. Put an end to this. He's yeah, like, yeah daring. Maybe just... I'll put an end to you. Maybe I'll, you'll put an end to me. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. A little stare down. Yeah. Why so, don't you go for that gun, old timer? I'll blow you off this porch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one of us will win? So that, little, so that classic Western, like, stare down with yeah. a gun. Yes. In a totally different way, sitting on a porch and talking. Yeah. And and it felt real. It didn't feel overly yeah. dramatic, like the old westerns where they're standing there in the middle of the street getting ready to quick draw. Yeah. It didn't give that eye roll. And, oh, here we go again. This is like, ooh, you know, this was a, this a was different. Updated a different western, yeah. With, yes, they touched on a lot of the same things, like the shootout, but it's different because it's his crazy brother up on a ridge shooting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they give you the shootout. They give you the stare down, but not in the over the top way. Kind of a saloon. They go into the a steakhouse where the only thing you can order is steak. What you can't order. <laughs> what don't you want? Yeah, what don't you want? <laughs> I, I loved her. That was a very funny scene. Yes. That, that had been I, one of the funniest, if not the funniest scene in the entire movie. Yeah, and I like oh, uh, how Alberto and Jeff Bridges both were like, well, this place isn't going to get robbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what don't you want? Don't You don't want green beans or you don't want corn? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> been here for 40 years. Yeah. And no one's ever ordered anything but a steak except some guy, a New Yorker. Yeah, he wanted fish. <laughs> trying to get trout. Yeah. We don't serve no trout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even down to the drink, like, the only thing they served was iced tea. You either got iced tea or you got iced tea. There was yeah. no. <laughs> Such good. I, I don't know. That's I was surprised by the underlying comedy mm-hmm. to uh, the movie. Yeah. With such a serious tone, you know. Right. But it still had those little quips. Jeff Bridges giving Alberto a hard time, you know. So you, you had, and then the two brothers giving each other a hard time. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that kind of reeled me in because I was like, all right, you got the dynamic here of the outside situations, you know, and even like the 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 bank manager, he's like, oh, I got you right in a snozzola. <laughs> <laughs> he he bopped you right on the snozzola. Yeah, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Bridges does a great job in this one. Yes. And I like the bank teller lady, the first one. Oh, yeah. She's like, you boys are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the stupid one. You're the stupid one. Yeah, Elsie. Yeah, yeah. And, then, uh, and then I like Call how... Call me stupid again. Yeah, well, and then I like his comeback after, like, a couple minutes goes by. He's like, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good little exchanges that kept the movie moving. Yes. Uh, and their whole scheme was, what... 
twenty dollar bills and under. Yeah, because they're not. Traceable. They didn't didn't want the ink packets and yeah, and they yeah, keep yeah. the numbers on the hundreds and fifties. Yeah, they wanted the. Uh, they wanted the the loose money. They didn't want it. Yeah. It was still wrapped because then they could slide a die pack in it. Yeah. And what they had maybe like five banks during the course, and they had to get four, so they were getting maybe ten yeah. ten grand a bank or something. something like yeah. That. They hit three of them right off the bat, including the one at the diner. That's why he was telling him, "You put us a day behind because we got to go bury the car." How smart was that to bury the car? Yeah. I, bury yeah. They yeah. Just show us. They give that that shot of a car down in this huge ditch that they use an excavator for, and they're pushing dirt on top of mm-hmm. it. And it's all stolen cars. They've got, like, three stolen cars. Yeah. And they, they do the job, and then they, and they're they wearing gloves the whole time, and then they put it in a hole and bury it. I thought yeah. that was yeah, kind of smart. Yeah, I thought that. I saw it. was like, you know, I never gave it. I thought, but that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, that... That's how much attention to detail they paid. It's like, okay, yeah, we can't just, like, go on this rampage with, with all these vehicles with the same vehicle. We have to change it up. Did you guys feel at any point that you wanted Chris Pine to just take a shower and clean yeah, up a little? Yeah, it was pretty greasy. Yeah. Gosh, he looked rough. Well, I didn't. I didn't expect anything less. I mean, <laughs> no, the, the, like, they're supposed to be the the slime balls, so it just kind of. They keep going to a casino though. I was like, get a room, take a shower. Come on, <laughs> you, you yeah, got the was, money. That was how they would wash the money. Go. Yeah. He'd come in with a huge stack of cash, and he'd be like, "Sorry, I just sold my car. This is what he paid me with. I'm here to gamble." Yeah. Get all the chips, sit around for a while, and then cash out again. Then you have new bills. Yeah, That's which is scheme. which is just brilliant. I mean, it's just a simple move that you wouldn't even think about. Oh, yeah, people know about it, though. Yeah, but it's just one of those things, like the attention to detail that these guys paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's where at the end, Jeff Bridges tells him, he's like, this this isn't your brother. He's too dumb for this. Yeah. This is a smart setup, and you know that's got your name written all over it. Right. I can't prove it, but... Yeah. I think he was underestimating the brother though the one that's supposed to be stupid because he was the one that suggested have the bank set up the trust yeah and all this stuff like he no no that was the lawyer the lawyer said if you really oh, want to okay. get him have midland set up the trust that'd be the the seal of the deal because you're you're in turn paying midland with their own money and yeah. now you're going to have them protect mm-hmm. the trust for you right he, he was street smart though and crime, oh yeah he, crime was wise, he was had a insight on you know how to He's like, well, oh, the patterns are the same at all the banks. Like, he knew yeah. crime stuff, but yeah. And he knew to go to the postal bank and not the Coleman. It's like, bigger bank, more money. Let's knock this out. And that ended up getting two people killed. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, the punk pulled up at the gas station where he's just sitting there with his head back and his sunglasses on? He's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that they just didn't have, like, knockdown drag out there. I was waiting on it. That's, I, I like that, uh, you know, he beat up the driver who, you know, shit, flashed the pistol. Right. And then he went around to the pastor's side. He had it coming. He had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep. Yeah. yeah and smart it was, call. Yeah, and it was just so quick. It was like, bang, head on the door. Because mm-hmm. I was expecting all of them to get out and just brawl out in the yeah. parking lot. But no, it was like quick and done. Yeah. Yeah. Up until that point, Chris Pine's character, even during the robberies, you can tell he's like real tentative and mm-hmm. he's not like screaming at people and... He's not hitting anybody over the, bopping him on the nose or anything. He's well, reserved, he, but then he kind of comes out of his shell right there because yeah. his brother's threatened and beats the. Yeah, they told his brother, he's like, "Hey, the next one, be nice to the teller." <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I like how you get you set the old man's gun on the counter, and the old man's like, "All right, then." <laughs> and he was like, "You trying to get us killed? You give yeah. him his gun back." I'm like, "I'm not stealing from some old, wow, old so man." He set it on the counter. I'm like, "What are you doing? That's too close to the guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they stopped at that gas station and 
you know, the, the Yahoo brother, the criminal ones. Like, yeah. So you need anything? He's like, Mr. Pip, Winston Lights. <laughs> no, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Pepper. Okay, yeah. But then they start driving off. He's like, this is a Mr. Pip. Only a-holes drink Mr. Yeah. Pip. He's like, drink up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because actually, I, I found this last night that uh, Dr. Pepper was actually invented in Waco, Texas. Yeah. So mass, most fans of the mm-hmm. drink consider Mr. Pibb a poor attempt at copying Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. and usually refuse to drink Mr. Pibb because of it. <laughs> well, and uh, Chris mm-hmm. Pine was only on set for three weeks because he was doing the Star Trek films. Yeah. So he had to cram a lot of stuff in three weeks. And the final scene of the movie was Chris Pine's last day of filming and Jeff Bridges' first day. Really? Yeah, and, and that was the only scene the two of them shared together in the entire film was that last scene. That's interesting. That's crazy how they can they can cut up the movie into that, that you don't rec- you don't realize yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know how they can do that. Like I don't know how Jeff Bridges could come in, you know, his first day and it be the very last scene because I I kind of in my mind I would be like I got to go through the sequence of the movie to get yes. the right frame of mind to have that conversation. Yeah, me too. I'm thinking in but my I mean, mind. Is, That's impressive. As disorganized yeah. as my brain is, like I couldn't do that. I would yeah. have to film it from start to finish, not yeah. just let's do the ending scene. Okay, let's go back to scene two. I I couldn't do that. But I mean, that's why Jeff Bridges is a legend. This is true. Oh man, how satisfying! Old man Jeff Bridges climbing up and hit, using the sniper shot up on the oh edge. yeah, that was pretty cool because he was totally covered in sweat, winded. Well, and he's like, I got him, I got him. So they're trying to like breathe and get his breathing under control with the rifle. Yeah. Well, and, and at that point, it was revenge because uh, Tanner took out Alberto. Yeah. Did you guys see that coming? I did not see that. I coming. did not. I thought he was going to get Jeff Bridges. Hmm. See, I didn't even. I, I wasn't no, even that expect, was so I didn't quick. Even think he that. just pow got him. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. And, and I was immediately just. It, it just made me so mad. I wanted to drop the entire movie and an entire <laughs> popcorn bucket level just yep. because like you like no Alberto doesn't deserve yeah, that. Alberto's a good guy. Yeah, you know he's got a family. Yeah, he mentioned like a big family. Yeah, like, got multiple kids, his wife. Yeah, he's yeah. like he does not deserve this. Why? Why? Why ruin such a good movie like that? I mean, you don't want to make excuses, but they they kind of hint at you know Chris Pine and Ben Foster, their characters, their dad used to beat on them like crazy. That's what uh, the one brother <laughs> T- Tanner went to jail for was shooting them. No. Right. That, was, that was considered a hunting accident. He went to jail for uh, aggravated assault on somebody else. Hmm. It just kind of was what but started it. They had that whole conversation. He's like, yeah, you know, that scoundrel, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, that's why I shot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it came out a hunting accident. And he yeah. says, Chris Pine towards the end, you know, he basically says, I've been poor all my life. It's yeah. been generation after generation. becomes a sickness. Yeah. You know, so the, the desperation that... Well, this is literally the only option we see is to let's go rob these banks. Let's not hurt anybody, and it's our way out. But unfortunately, at, when it's all said and done, there's multiple families affected because people get killed along the way. Yeah, they said yeah. four people. I was trying to think. There's two in the one bank. Alberto, Alberto and, and Tanner. Then... Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy, you know. To think the situation he's in, of course he doesn't want anybody hurt, but to protect his own kids, not protect them, I guess, but to give his kids an advantage and a way out, he's you know you got to do some collateral damage, I guess. Yeah, is the moral of the story, and he's got to live with that. And I was kind of surprised that he was okay with that, and that's right. why I kind of thought maybe in the end he would give money to like Alberto or something because he said he's getting like fifty thousand a month off the oil pumps. Right. You know, and I, when Jeff Bridges said, "Well, Alberto doesn't have any oil pumps on his property," you know. Yeah. For his family. 
Yeah, they leave it open ended that maybe something like that he could have a. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I agree with you. Later, and but they don't resolve it. They just yeah. He drives off, and it's left at that. But maybe they're gonna talk again or something. So I'm gonna ask you guys. You know, a lot of movies. I I like to see the movie to completion. This one leaves an open end. Did you guys prefer it that way, or did you guys want to see? No, I liked it. I felt like, you know, it was back to the old westerns where you'd have multiple stories. Yeah. You know, and multiple movies, like the old uh, gun smoke shows and stuff where there's always a little opener, you know, for the next one. Right. Yeah, I like that it was resolved in terms of, okay, his family is taken care of now. They got their land back and they're set for life, basically. 50000 a month in oil checks coming their way. But yep. still, there's a some loose ends that are out there yeah it leaves you leaves a little bit up to your imagination yeah i kind of liked it yeah because that, that was me I, I i kind of as much as i love to see a story play out it's like i kind of like how they just left this one open-ended up yeah it was nice. yeah give you something to think about a little retrospection yeah yeah casina was watching she goes i she was said I, I wish they would she thought that they was actually gonna have a shootout or or see some kind of closure and i was like no that wasn't what they're going for and i said i, I like that way she goes no i wanted I wanted to see how the rest of it played out. I was like, no. I said, this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It is a little bit difficult. You're like, man, I kind of want to do, I do want to see a little bit more, but then yeah. you have to just accept it. But yeah, but then, but then you think, okay, if you do see it played out, would that be too much at that point? I mean, it, you know, the way it, it ended, you know, you got just enough. Didn't yeah. Well, that's a super interesting factoid you threw out there that the, uh, Jeff Bridges' first day and Chris Pine's. I mean, that's that just kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, they could strike up the chemistry they needed to, even though the, they never saw each other until that scene, and then that guy's off the set and leaves, and and then they shoot all the other scenes in reverse almost. They put Jeff Bridges back and yeah, move forward with the. Well, it was kind of disjointed though because you didn't actually see them together until right. the very end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, I yeah. mean, it flashed back and forth, but they didn't actually meet each other coming to the same scene till that last yeah last scene at the house, which which you don't pay any attention to yeah. until you read it. It's like, oh wow, they didn't because you just you just go along and, and you would think okay, they they must they must have been had some kind of passing at some point that you didn't realize, and then you're going, nope, that they, they yeah. didn't. They they didn't. Yeah. Comancheria is the film's original title in a region of New Mexico, West Texas, and nearby areas, occupied by the Comanches in the 1860s. Mm -hmm. How'd you like that Comanche scene at the poker table? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where that was gonna go. I, thought, uh, I didn't either. I, I liked he was it though. Get clucked, but he didn't. Yeah. He's I like, I'm Comanche too. Then. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> just left it at that. You know what Comanche means? Yeah. Enemy. Of who? Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's another interesting fact. This movie features three big name actors and tested well with the audiences. However, the film did not receive a wide release into theaters or major publicity. Mm -hmm. This was because advertisers didn't want to be associated with a film promoting retribution against financial institutions who feed off the working class. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Big chickens. Yeah. It's like, this movie is, is amazing. Why? Yeah. Well, you see that throughout the movie. Even the locals, they're like, yeah, screw the banks. Like, there's a general yeah. hostility yeah. in that area of Texas that they're like, yeah, they're just leeches the way they... And so the cowboy that was running from the grass fire, that was the writer-director. Hmm. Really? Yep. Taylor Sheridan. 
like, do you light this fire? He's like, why the would we do something like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting no. here running through fences trying to outrun the fire to the river, and you wonder why my. It's the 21st century, and I'm riding around doing this. It's yeah. like, no wonder my kids don't want to yeah. take this up, take out the farm, and do the same thing. So, you know, you see at the end, at the beginning of the credits, said this film's de- dedicated to David John McKenzie and Ursula Sybil McKenzie. Yeah. Those are the parents of director David McKenzie, and both his parents had died while he was making this film. And you can also see references to them by their initials along with these years showing on certain license plates throughout the film. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Four Oscar nominations, including Best Picture and Best Supporting Actor for Jeff Bridges. Completely justifiable. 100%. Yeah, I wonder... It doesn't say they've won, so I wonder if... Who beat them? Who, who won that year. Hmm. I was going to say, it, it had to be something good because, I mean, this was... I'm surprised that it didn't win anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting movie. I, I don't know. I like the old man, uh, Buck Taylor. I thought he did a good job. You know, he's going to shoot out, shoot him <laughs> with, yeah. when they set his gun on the counter the first bank robbery. Yes. He's like, all right. <laughs> I thought he played that well. So a lot of good supporting roles, I guess, is my point. And I really like the waitress, the old grumpy one. Uh, hold on, what's her name? Margaret Bowman, T-Bone yep. waitress, and I like Katie Mixon. You know, so yeah, that's gonna pay my mortgage. Yeah. That's gonna keep, you're not taking my money. Yeah, yeah Katie and Mixon. He's like she, that's evidence only if it's a crime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Katie Mixon. She's a phenomenal actress. She yeah. she always does very well in those uh, sassy roles of yeah, just demanding what what's hers. Some other films that year up for Best Picture. Manchester by the Sea, Lion, La La Land, Hidden Figures, Hacksaw Ridge, Fences. Hidden Figures is good. Arrival and Moonlight. Moonlight won. Moonlight? Yeah. Which one's that? I think it's a Twilight movie. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't think so. You sure? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's different than that. No, yes, you're correct, sir. It's a it, horror, a scary movie. It's a, it, yeah, it's a drama indie film. Huh. Interesting. Okay. By golly. <clears throat> so you guys are saying I redeem myself a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Let's rate this baby up. All right. I'm going with large. I liked it. That's I thought it was good all the way around. I could yeah. recommend it to just about everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, tempted. You could talk me into overflowing large. Just because I thought it was solid across the board, I didn't notice a soundtrack being terribly important, except for a couple of times. They had uh, some a country singer that... Oh, Chris Stapleton, right at the end. Okay, now I was going to say, I yes. did notice songs at the end, but prior to that, I didn't really notice the soundtrack that had a big impact. Yeah. Right. And uh, But otherwise, you know, solid film, solid actors, good job across the board. I like the theme. I like the many stories inside the stories. It's a little bit of a thinker too. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. You had you had to be willing to get absorbed into the movie and and play it out. You know, you had Tanner who, like you said, Justin, street smart and savvy. You had Chris Pine who's you know honest, yeah, trying to do the right thing. You Doesn't had, want to, anyone to get hurt. Yeah, you got to live with it at the end. And... Jeff Bridges and Alberto who's you know working together and one's on his way out, one's on his way in. Yeah, and I felt bad. Jeff Bridges' character's wife passed away, and he had nothing else to do but that. So, 
you know, and he, they had that whole conversation. He's like, why don't you take up a hobby, man? He's like, I'm not fishing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do that for the first hour. Then what? Yeah. I'm not going to do it every day. Yeah. So just, you know, a man at the end of his prime and, you know, he wanted to go down the blaze of glory. So that made me think at the end of the movie, after he said that, that he was going to show up at Chris Pine's doorstep, you know, go shoot it out. Yep. He'd rather die in a shootout yes. than he would. And that's why when you said, Joe, you didn't see it coming with Alberto getting shot, I thought that's why Jeff Bridges was going to get shot. He was going to die in that gun battle like he so desperately wanted. Right. But anyway, so I'm going with large for now. You could possibly talk me up a notch. All right. I think I'm right there with you. Um, definitely a solid large for me. And, yeah, maybe it doesn't quite blow me away to where I'd say overflowing, but... Like you said, it's it's getting there. It's it's somewhere in between overflowing large and large for me because it's very solid all around and definitely it totally embodies the neo western, like a totally modern yeah. western without looking like a western. It's just set in West Texas and has some hints and bars from some of the themes of westerns. Like I said, the the shootout was pretty cool. I really liked that you have a shootout, but it's not just you know a bunch of people at a saloon with pistols shooting out. It's like different it's out on a ridge you've got modern SWAT team coming in you know it's how'd you like it when he dealt with the locals he stops tracks says alright pulls over oh, yeah, <laughs> gets out his rifle and just starts pretty, unloading on him that was pretty cool too yeah and yeah <clears throat> and some stuff to think about at the end with the ramifications of these actions that you know you're trying to help your family trying to pull them out of poverty basically but yeah you gotta live with the with what resulted from that with mm-hmm. these bank robberies. Jeff Bridges knocked it out of the park. I thought uh, the brothers were both solid. Yeah. And Alberto played his role to a T. So, yeah. And the waitresses, cool. the supporting actresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, man, they oh, did it a fantastic even job. Even just, like, bank tellers and, like, the mm-hmm. old, old guy in the bank. That's, he, yeah. he played, like, the Western guy. Like, what the heck? Of course I got a gun on him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I like. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. got a gun. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he has a gun with him in a bank, mm-hmm. <laughs> and but, the, but it's Texas. The locals, too, they're like, we'll find him, we're going to string him up, that vigilante-type thing that mm-hmm. people have taken it in their own hands, like, we're, we're going to get those bank robbers. And just the interesting modern themes of, like, these big banks and how they could potentially screw people over with predatory loans and all that stuff. It's all mixed in into a, a modern Western that I'm, I'm, I'm here for. Joseph? Large. All right, so there was one scene that almost caused me to drop it down a level yeah. on believability, and it wasn't Alberto getting shot. Mm-hmm. Tell when me more. The The last bank robbery, when the town was shooting them all up, I thought, so help me, if they get out of there with either of them getting shot, I'm, I'm done, because there's no possible way that many bullets flew and not one of them took it. And then when they, realized, then when they showed that one took it aside, I was like, okay, I'm back in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, That's no, a lot of gunfire. Yeah, there's no possible way that much lead was slung without somebody catching one. Yeah. You so. can kind of see when he's jumping into the back, there's like a quick little like flash of red. You can tell like some blood flew or something. Yeah, just a, just a quick little, but yeah. you got to be looking for it. Yeah. Because I, I almost, cause I don't remember where I caught it at, but I finally saw that little spot. I was like, okay, then maybe, let's see if they actually address this or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me. Then you have the tension of him driving up on a police roadblock yeah with a, with a hole in the side in his side he's yeah he's get, holding his arm kind of holding it and that tension of they're checking his id and they're like sir go on through <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i love how he pulls up and they just go ahead and pull the uh 
the the, the road stop strips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, by golly, just stop stripping everybody. But yeah. I mean, what else do they have to do? They're out in the middle of nowhere. Right. How many cars are going to come by? Right. And do you blame them? Mm-mm. Putting the spikes down. Right. In case you tried anything funny. <laughs> so, so I was looking. One of the things I was curious about. You know, Tanner goes off to draw him away. Yeah. You know, he gets through the roadblock. I was like, there's so much just open space. Well, I didn't know it's not going to just drive out in the field and park for a couple of days. Yeah, just wait it out. Yeah, and wait it out. But anyway. All right, go ahead, Joe. So on this, I've got to, I've got to say, I'm in the same boat as Dave. I was, I was teetering. Mm-hmm. I, I, for some reason, I just didn't think it was a mop bucket territory, but I was floating in the, large overflowing large range so to stay stay in line with you gentlemen i'm going to say solid large on nice this all right well i'll keep mine at large as well yep that yep. way it's a certified large yeah and justin good pick Very i wasn't good sure pick, in the sir. beginning i was like what is he pulling out yeah there? <laughs> but yeah good pick all right certified yeah, I, large i, I agree this one. i'm glad i picked it it's a good watch yeah all right what do you guys feel about next what do you what are you thinking mm. Well, I was gonna say Justin hit hit it so high that Dave, you're gonna have a oh uh, no worries, boys. <laughs> I got a list. So you feel like uh, it's definitely gonna be an older movie. So I'll okay. give you a pick. Could be uh, teen drama. Uh-huh. Could be um, history type drama. Ooh, okay, all right. Or a sucker for history. Yeah. Or it can be action drama. Or, or I'll just throw this one out there too. Could be comedy romance. I'm good either way. What are you feeling? <laughs> give give drama, me a direction. Drama intrigues me. Okay. Comedy intrigues me. At all, it's all. You're intrigued, is what the you're saying. The teen one maybe not doesn't totally. It's a drama, but it's teen teen centered. Mm-hmm. So think Rudy, but not Rudy. Are you sure all these are available? Or no, I'm not. We're going to have to check. <laughs> I am not. What do you think, Joe? Start with... Let me start with the first one. Let me see where it's at. Tubi. The first one is on Tubi. Okay. So the history drama is on Tubi. Okay. And what, what other one do you think you might be interested in? Comedy? I don't know. All right. 1987. Ooh. Ooh. And it is not free. So no, well, no well now wait a minute. What is it on like stars or anything like that? No. Alright. Nineteen eighty three teen movie. Kinda. It's on Hulu, Ruko. Roku. Roku. Amazon Prime. So that one's available. Stars. Hmm. Huh. So teen drama with some sports. Uh, life drama, like Think Rudy, but earlier version. Mm-hmm. Or history type drama. What are you feeling, boys? I'm not opposed to the teen one. What, what do you think, Joe? Only if it's good. <laughs> I'm throwing It's on my list. Of course it's good, Joe. Come on, man. <laughs> Gosh, we go through this every time. <laughs> you know what? The big chill, need I say more? Only mop buckets and blood for Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
check one more. Nope. Okay, yep. So there you go. Which one would you like? Uh, which one did you say, Justin? Uh, the, the teen one it, it intrigues me now. Maybe more so than the history one. That sounds oh, that's a must. That's a bad call, but okay. Uh-oh. All right, All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise. Look it up. 1983. Tom Cruise, Leah Thompson, Craig Nelson, Chris Penn. Need I say more? Okay, it, it is on stars. Yep. Stars? <laughs> yep. How many it's also that? Amazon Prime, right? Well, no, it's you got to use stars to get it on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Anyway. All right. So, all the right moves, 1983. Bam! And available for rental elsewhere? Yes. Yeah, you can rent an Apple TV. It's on Sling TV, Ruko, Roku, Roku. Well, because it's all whatever. tied into stars. Yeah, okay. stars. Okay. Yeah. All right. 1983. Of course you guys will like it. Pre-cell phones. No explosions. Mm-hmm. All good stuff. Why not? All right. Okay. Take us home, Joe. Yeah. All right. So for more news and reviews, be sure to check out our website at beentherewatchthat.com. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at BTWT Pod for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Been there, watch that. We're on all the major platforms, and all of our episodes are hosted by Anchor.fm. All right. Justin? We've been there. Watch that. <laughs>